America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I don't want to wait either because we took a break from recording our first and we are Mm -hmm. back. I, I, which just sounds so dramatic because you were like you would think that we were gone for a month, but really it was a week. But re- but in all, all in honesty, it feels like three years. Feels like a very long time when you podcast as much as we do, and then you take time off. It's kind of like, wait, what? Like you come back and you're just like, what is a microphone? What is talking anymore? Am I am I honestly a podcaster? <laughs> yeah, is like this I thing thought on? That, is this happening? I thought, was a, I thought that was a fever dream. <laughs> I was like, the two, mm-hmm. those two hundred podcasts were definitely just a figment of my imagination. Yeah. yeah, but we're back. Um, and we're back to talk about Dawson's Creek, which is super exciting. Rewatched the episode this morning because watched it like a week and a half ago, and I was like. I don't remember anything. Yeah, I remember. Um, I watched yeah. it a bazillion years ago. Yeah. And, and you I know what? Like, I don't know what happened. I'm yeah. Excited to talk about this one. Like, I feel like we're going to have some fun combos. Like, there's some interesting stuff that happens. We'll get into your spicy take, which I believe you put on Twitter a few weeks ago now. Um, So we'll get into your spicy take about this episode. But pretty Me jazzed. racking pretty my jazzed. brain trying to figure out what, what my said. spicy take was. <laughs> I think I remember. I you'll think remember. I do. Yeah, I think remember. I do. Yeah. Um. But yeah. And the funny part is like, so this episode, the Tao of Dawson, Tao, I think it's how you say it, Um, is funny because like we start off the episode with Dawson, PC, like BFFs, like nothing ever happened. Like they're, they go from like, 
you know, maybe we're going to be okay, Dawson. Like, maybe we'll be able to work things through, Pacey, to, like, we're waking up at the ass crack of dawn to go fishing together like bros. Uh, Yeah, I think that fishing is a low level game. game or thing activity that you can do together i don't know i feel like it gets so quiet when you're fishing that you need to be able to fill the silence boys don't need to sell steal fill steal (laughs) the boys don't need to steal silence they don't i they are happy with sitting in silence i think that that's just well specifically i think it's a you thing no offense i need to fill silence yeah yeah true it's also a me thing, yeah, but totally I think it, but it's definitely uh, boys. I don't think need have that same urge. Yeah. So. um, So, yeah. So they're like they're sitting out there and Pacey's just like, you know, I'm glad we're hanging out. But like, I really didn't want to do this at sunrise. You know, like I'm kind of tired and well, I don't have know. to because the fish, the fish. The, I do think fish sleep. Well, the thing with fishing is you're supposed to either go first thing in the morning or like right as the sun is setting. Like you can't go midday because the fish are like fucking busy. Like they don't have time for your shenanigans. And so you need to go when they're. (gasps) Okay, I figured it out. I figured out Dawson's strategy. All right. So not only are they going to catch fish in the wee hours of the morning, but Mm -hmm. Dawson's like, I need to tell I need to tell Pacey this news about me wanting to bang his sister like while he's still exhausted and like hasn't had a chance to wake up yet. So he can't be as mad because it's too early in the morning to be mad. Yeah, that's that's definitely part of this plan. It's the strategy. Yeah. Fish rest. They don't necessarily sleep like mammals do. Do they close their eyes or are they always open? It's creepy to think uh, about. They probably... I mean, I I don't think that they have eyelids like we do. So I think that they they well some uh, some creatures like frogs have two eyelids, and so they can keep right. their eyes open because they have like a clear one over top. Maybe fish yeah, have that. Sleeps sleep. They definitely sleep with their eyes open. Weird. You um, think about a fish sleeping just like glaring at you? It's so creepy. Um. (laughs) I mean if you're a fish and you fall asleep And then you wake up and there's another fish Watching you and he's like Bro why are you staring at me And he's like no I was just sleeping the whole time (laughs) And then like they'll forget About the confrontation like three seconds later Yeah of course because they're fish Their brains are like the size of a nickel Like there's nothing going on in there Would you ever get a fish tank No absolutely not first of all No offense to people who have fish I'm I hope you love your pets. Um, fish are boring. Like they don't do anything. You can't pet them. And I don't want to have to clean a tank. Like, no, okay. thank you. Um, number one, you uh, if you had like a big fish tank, then you hire a fish service like to come and I'm not paying for that. So that's number one. Number two, fish are fascinating mm. and you can watch them and they have clicks. I um, want to pet them. Why do you want to pet a fish? They're for watching. I don't want to watch my pets. I want to pet my pets. That's why they're called pets. You pet them. <laughs> is that really? That's, <laughs> is that so? I don't know hmm. if that's a thing. It's just how I feel. Also, I so apologize to anybody listening to this podcast who's like, the fuck is going on with your voice? I was on vacation for a week. This No, happens- you sound normal. I sound normal? Do I? You do. 
Oh, good. Okay, great. That doesn't sound. No, right. that didn't sound. That that sounded. That sounded <laughs> right. Anyway, um, I was on vacation for a week. This happens to me. When okay, I hold hard. on. You are not correct. So I didn't. I said that was my own opinion. <laughs> I did not say that was okay. fact. Pet the noun probably comes from the Scottish origin of petty, which is based on the French word of petite. Petite in French is referred to small, like small children. Afterwards, it was applied to the comparison of animals because they were generally small. Thus, they became pets. Wow. 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 Well, I hope we all learned something today. Um, Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> they're fishing and so dawson yeah dawson says fish don't sleep pacey um and uh and yeah and so dawson says the lo- i like this though dawson doesn't even just wait a beat he's just like listen the reason we're here is i got shit to tell you and the shit i got to tell you is um you know i uh i need to uh i need to talk tell you something i need, i like your sister you know i like her and Pacey's like, I love this. This felt like very uh like third grade to me. You like her? Or you like like her? Yeah. I mean, he likes likes her. He does. He does like like her. Yeah, and it's more than a Winnie Cooper crush. I love the mention of Winnie Cooper. Uh yeah. I yeah. Love Winnie Cooper. She's smart. She's intelligent. Mm-hmm. Beautiful she- hair. Yeah. Um so Pacey says, uh, yeah, um, so what's going on? Am I going to find you outside of my house holding a boombox over your head? Oh, we love the mention of saying anything. So Jessica good. Sterling loves nothing more than a say anything reference. I fucking love it's say anything. It's the one movie that she's watched in this galaxy. Yeah. She never sees a thing except she saw say anything like once and she refers I've to it constantly. It. <laughs> more than once this is some nonsense i've seen it plenty of times it's so good we all know that i love john cusack uh and say anything is a masterpiece it is such a good romantic comedy that is your best take and you've made it often there we go um and so yeah and so then he sorry so he asked me he's and Dustin's, i'm crazy about her and he's like yeah well like i knew you've had a crush on her for years like right that's all this is it's just a little crush and dawson i like i like the honesty from dawson here he's like no it's more than a grade school crush she won't acknowledge it but on some level i think she feels the same way um yeah i mean i don't know how much we how how good we feel about this aspect of like it's a very common trope in TV and films where, like, the guy chases the girl. He's like, I know you feel the same way. It's like, let the girl, like, tell you how she feels. I don't think he pushes that hard. I just don't like the statement of, like, I think she feels the same way, you know? My, I think that uh, they do know. They they did. They, 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 what? Yeah, I think that- <laughs> He does have, he has feelings. He's told her how he feels. He did not chase her and she did not confirm nor deny. And he Mm -hmm. says that he's going to wind up doing nothing because so far he's done nothing and it's worked in his favor. So I don't think Dawson's doing anything wrong in this moment. And I think that although you don't like the pursuit, I think that there's, a lot of girls, including myself, that enjoy a little bit of a courting session. Yeah, I'm not into it, but some people are. In addition are, to fair. that, I've had 
the song Crush by Mandy Moore stuck in my head for like the last three weeks. Do you remember that song? Uh, how does the beginning of it go? Because I think uh, it like well, I, got I don't know. Crush well, it's like you. It, I want to feel the way I want you to feel the way that I do. Ooh, I got a crush on you. Yeah, I do know that one. A crush on you. So good. <laughs> It's a great song. It is. Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore was is a, a talented great, singer. Very talented. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, I I like that Dawson. Once again, we've been saying he's Zen Dawson. Mm-hmm. We were wrong. This is a good season. He, this is the Tao of Dawson. He's ready for some harmony, and he's just gonna let it happen. He's so chill, super chill. Yeah. Um. Tao. I went to Tao once. Uh. Which is a popular New York restaurant. There's an uptown mm. and a downtown. Okay. And celebrities go there. And the dessert, there's this one dessert chest. You would love this. It's a giant wonton that's filled with like a wonton cookie. Not a wonton. A fortune cookie. Okay. It's a giant fortune cookie that is filled with like chocolatey stuff Ooh. and fruit and like a bunch of goodness. I would like and you that. crack it. That sounds like fun. It's I'm very into it. Fun. I love dessert and an activity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I, I do love that Pacey's just like, this is a lot to digest before breakfast, Dawson. <laughs> and I like Dawson's point though, where he says, Listen, you told me if you if you had come and told me about you and Joey before all everything happened, it would have made things a lot easier. That's all I'm trying to do. And Pacey yeah. says That's fair. Yeah. And uh, Pacey says, You and I are friends, friends, but sisters, sisters are off limits. They're like mothers. Only pretty and like <laughs> this is what i was saying in the beginning i knew that this is going to be pacey's take he's like you know you don't fuck it's bro code it's bro code this bro is code. some bullshit here i'm here no no i am here to call out pacey pacey on his toxic masculinity bullshit this is toxic masculinity bullshit just because you have a sister doesn't mean anything right what if he had a brother and dawson wanted to date his brother would he have an issue with it no it's because she's his, his sister. She's a girl. And it's I fucked up. And I'm I not here know. for I this misogyny. I think that it's like, you know, it's weird for like it would feel weird for, I don't know, for somebody to date your significant, uh, not your, your friend to date when you're sibling. This is just an outdated so it's a strange, perspective. It's a strange adjustment. Um I don't know. I, I think that he this is unsurprising from Pacey Witter. No, of course it is. But I do like Dawson's rebuttal. Response. Where he says, yeah. I'm not asking for your permission. I'm just letting I'm you telling know, you. bud. Just letting yeah. you know. Respectable. He says, uh, what are your plans? He's like, yeah, to pursue my sister. What are you going to do? And Dawson says, nothing. I'm going to let things play mm-hmm. out. If there's one thing I learned after last spring, some things can't be forced. And this I love. Yeah. This I love because I know we talked about like the, the sentence he had sounds like it's about the chase. But in reality, it's not the chase. He's going to let it happen how it happens. This is the best version of Dawson we've seen thus far. I'm going to plant my flag oh, right there. Oh, yeah. I freaking love Dawson right in this moment. Mm-hmm. And he looks hotter than he ever did. <laughs> Except for um, right now in in reality the hair is trash no he looks great no he looks, i still don't he like looks it. amazing like i think that he on. is skyrocketing on my rankings this is what halfway through the season dawson number one Unumero uno oh, we have to do that at the don't let me forget the end of the episode well, is we it, are gonna update our is rankings. it a 22 episode season 
Um, let is me look. 23, Let me look right now. But I gotta tell you, it is 23 episodes. So oh yeah, we can do it at the end. We'll do it at the end but, of this episode. Yeah, yeah. But I gotta tell you, Dawson, numero uno, without a doubt. Oh, do you hear oh, that, everybody? Yeah. Everybody shaking and quaking. Do we include? Words. Yeah, we'll talk about this later. But I'm assuming that we include Gretchen. Of course, we have to. Um. Okay. So yeah, and so Pacey says the title. He says the Tao of Dawson is to do nothing. I've done nothing so far, and we've already kissed. I figure the best I can do is just keep on doing nothing. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And it will come it. to you. Um. So, yeah. And then we are with uh, Pacey and Gretchen. They're going off to her old college apartment. Um. She needs to pick up her car. Her car has been left there. Uh. And he's like, why is it that all of a sudden you need it? And she admits that Nick has had her car this whole time. It is her ex-boyfriend. Um, and we already know, but Pacey does not yet know that, uh, this is the guy that Gretchen, uh, was going to have a baby with, or at least she was, she got pregnant with and he never knew, um, about it. So I do think that it makes sense that she did not want to face him and Mm. going back to school. And that's why she didn't have, uh, an urgency to pick up her car. Uh, however, if I was her dad, I would be like, or her parent, I'd be like, Gretchen, why are you lending your car yeah, to your, your car? friends? <laughs> Get your car, like, right now. I And I'm surprised that Mr. Witter didn't drive Gretchen up here to do this endeavor. I'd be like, no, we're getting the car right now. We're getting your freaking car. Because, I mean, I guarantee you, Mr. Witter paid or bought that car at least partially from Gretchen I'd be like no we're getting the car right oh, yeah. now we're getting the car yeah 100% I'm there with you uh but it, it does make sense to me that she would bring Pacey because he's gonna like keep things light he's like she can rely on him but of course she does not necessarily expect things to go this way where Pacey now knows that Dawson likes Gretchen and so he's gonna do everything in his power to sabotage this which again dick move from Pacey uh, we'll get to it. He turns it around at the end of the episode. I feel like there's a lot of episodes like this where Pacey starts out doing things where I'm like, Pacey, what are you doing, dude? Like, we are on your side, but what are you doing? By the no, end of the episode, he he's like, a douche canoe. In this episode, 100% douche canoe right now. Um, and so uh, she, he's like, oh, Nick and me. Oh, I always liked that guy. She's like, you sat with him for a few hours when I brought him home for Christmas. And he's like, yeah, I'm totally into him. He loves the Patriots. He likes pretzels. Wow. I didn't know you could bond over liking pretzels. Um, I, I think that's party. all you need sometimes. It's all you need. Yeah. Like, oh, he loves pretzels. Me too. I uh, know he'd rather sleep than sail, and sail than study. Oh, soft I'm pretzel. Assuming- I'm assuming he's talking about hard because why would they have? Yeah, they wouldn't have soft pretzels at Christmas. That's just crazy. Yeah. Uh, And he has excellent taste in music. His favorite song is Freebird. When you go to weddings, do people shout Freebird? No. Really? That's never happened? Uh, no, must be an upstate thing. I think it's just my family thing. Every time we're at a wedding, um, there's always going to be a shout for Freebird to be played. You just got to go, wow. free bird! And then it gets played. This is a sterling special. <laughs> yeah, it probably doesn't say great things. But anyway, it's a good song. Um, and Gretchen is like, you just described yourself. Pacey's like, great men think of like, it's going to get weird as time goes on because Pacey later is going to say like, oh, I just hoped you would date someone like me. And I'm like, that's your fucking sister, bro. Like, it's a little weird. Uh, yeah. Well, 
Okay, yeah, totally. Of course you want to bond with your in-laws, so at least there's that. But yeah, it's like pretty strange. Yeah, it's a little weird. Uh, And then Gretchen's just like, does your sudden proclivity for my ex-boyfriend have anything to do with a certain fair-haired pal of yours? Mm, Why is everything a freaking riddle? (laughs) Sarah's like, what? (laughs) Just I understood. Like, I myself am fair-haired, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's like, come on, Gretchen. Because they got to complicate shit when they say it. You know, they got to sound like 10 years older and like they have a PhD. It's just, you know, the law of Dawson's Creek. I tried to watch uh, the Gilmore Girls uh, a long time ago. And I was like, I don't know what they're saying. Everyone talks 20 miles an hour. It's too fast. I think that I would like to challenge myself to watch the Gilmore Girls. It's just Gilmore Girls, by the way. Like, you don't have Um, to put a button there. Yeah. (laughs) And see how I understand the Gilmore Girls better. Oh, God. Yeah. It's it's a fast-talking show. Um, but yeah these people that don't talk so yeah so uh, he's like no that's not the case that's not the case it's nothing to do with dawson yeah everything to do with dawson yeah he's like you know it's it's a the kiss went on a little bit too long to be nothing but you know i'm pretty sure he doesn't think it's nothing but if you say it's nothing then it's nothing and gretchen of course denial is her name it's a what is it denial isn't just a river and the whatever the fuck uh dawson denial (laughs) is not just a river in egypt (laughs) because of the nile river listen to me i'm I'm getting off of a long vacation and my brain isn't quite all there so people are gonna have to forgive me for not knowing this is gonna be the most fucked podcast ever everyone will love it that means they loved the fucked ones listen if you love the fucked podcast please let us know anyway um gretchen's like dawson and i are just friends that's it trust me uh, mm-hmm. And then the PC, likely story, yeah. And then I love Pacey being like, "By the way, your music taste doesn't ex- exactly suck." Here's the situation, though. Mm-hmm. Let's rewind, like ten episodes earlier. Gretchen walks in on Dawson in like the music store, and Dawson has trash <gasps> tastes. Oh ah, yeah. Okay, so this is like this is actually we can do where junior detectives we have our bulletin board and we have like the little red string we have red right? string yes yes okay. okay gretchen has good music taste dawson has bad music taste yes gretchen spends a lot of time not only chastising dawson on his yeah. music taste but also being like this is what you should listen to yeah so gretchen has influenced dawson's music taste now dawson has good music taste Dawson now has a crutch on Gretchen. So Dawson spends time mixing, mixing, making, mixing a mix tape. <laughs> mixing, mixing a mix tape. <laughs> Let's mix the next tapes. <laughs> and then makes the mix tape and then gives it back to Gretchen, which is just music that Gretchen has you That's recommended what to yes. Dawson. It's a fucking then circle. Gretchen puts the music of the mix tape in the mixtape in the in the mixer and then puts it into the recorder. And then Paisley's like, you have good music taste, which in the actuality is actually her music taste, yes. which is probably the Witters family music taste. Because you kind of like, I, you know, I wasn't like... You know, one like twenty years old and decided one day that I like Fleetwood Mac. Nah, uh, uh. My family likes Fleetwood Mac, yeah. and that's why I like Fleetwood Mac. Same thing with your family and Journey. So yeah. it's all I can say. We so in reality, he just likes himself again. Yeah, time is a fucking flat circle, and Gretchen is just complimenting the Witter family music taste. 
Yes. Uh, no, uh, Pacey's yeah. Pacey is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then Pacey says, did I ever mention Nick is not only smart, but he's quite handsome. I mean, he's a really good looking guy. He works out, doesn't he? And I'm like, Pacey, stop it. Stop it. Uh, meanwhile, Dawson and Jack are becoming BFFs even more than they already were, which we love to see. Um, and they're moving things around in one of the rooms. I hope that the freaking Learys are paying Jack for his services. Like, don't catch me rearranging my friend's parents' new baby's room. You know, like fucking mm-hmm. pay Jack some money here. Um, and so no, Jack would never ask for money. He's too he wouldn't nice. ask, but he, they should offer. Um, Just get them a pizza. They're teenagers. All they need pizza. is a pizza. Yeah. Uh, and so Dawson says, did you think it was weird when Andy was dating Pacey? And he says, uh, no, why? And he's like, well, Pacey doesn't like the idea of Gretchen to me. And Jack says, well, yeah, that's his sister and you're his close friend. He's like, I didn't know Pacey when he hooked up with Andy. But he's like, if I had to think about you and Andy, well, let's not go there. I'm like, yeah, we talked about this way back in the day, the possibility of an Andy Dawson matchup. And we were like, eh, we don't think it would. I didn't think it would work. I feel like you were higher on it than I was. Oh, I'd like to see anything once. I think that's interesting <laughs> that now that Jack and Dawson are close enough friends, that it would be weird. Yeah, 100%. For be very Dawson weird. to date Andy. Yeah. Uh, then Gail and Mitch come in and they decided they're not finding out what the baby is. This is fucking stupid. I can't. Okay, so so this is like, once again, we've said this from the very beginning of Shit 90 Shows taught me we are not parents. We not don't know parents. how. We're yeah. not how. We don't really know how it is. I understand that. It is. Uh, I mean, it is one of the biggest mysteries of all time to not know the sex of your baby. My parents did it with me. They didn't know that they were having a girl until right then and there. But also, um, but so I understand. I I, I understand. It's frustrating and I understand. Um, but I, just, I think like, like what my bigger issue is is not sharing the name of the baby oh. because. I and I understand why people do it. They don't want opinions on the baby's name, but I just think that it's like if you don't know the information and you're not sharing with people, I don't really blame you. If you know the information and you're not sharing because you're like, oh, I want it to be a mystery and we're just sharing it between the parents at this time, I'm like, screw you. Let me join in the fun. How am I supposed <laughs> to buy your baby monograms if you won't tell me the name? And I'm going to judge the mom. name. If you want to call the, ga- the baby, you know, Gordon, then you do so. Oh, my God. Poor people named Gordon. <laughs> if you want to do that, that's totally fine. I'm not going to say anything. That's for yeah. inner thoughts. I it's just think like it's, it's all fucking dumb. The emphasis that we all as a human race put on gender is fucking stupid. The fact that it's like I know this was in the 90s, so it's different now, but it's like, oh, the pink versus the blue. It's all fucking stupid, but they can't decide what the fuck they're going to do. I'm like, you already have one kid. Like, you might as well find out. Like, who the fuck cares? So they're all going to leave and decide. Meanwhile, I love this show sometimes for how dumb it thinks we are. Where it's just like, oh, this just so happens to be the armoire where Dawson just so happened to leave the last letter he ever wrote to Gretchen. Like, <laughs> fucking hilarious. Coincidence. No, you know, it makes more sense that he has a memory box like the rest of yeah, us. Yeah, oh, well, the rest of us. I don't have a memory box, but okay. Oh. Uh, yeah. 
And so mm, we're going to have to tap into that one day. Maybe not now. <laughs> you really do a deep don't dive have, on the fact that I don't have a memory box. You really, you don't have a memory box at all. I don't with, think like, I understand what a memory box is. You just put your shit in there, like things that you want to keep, like nostalgic shit. Yeah. Yeah. I have uh, I I used to write letter. Well, number one, I have every single birthday card I've ever gotten since I was 16. Oh, my God. I throw them out like a week after my birthday. Jessica. <laughs> and then I I'm also not the have, only one that does that. And then I have a like every letter that I've received. Like I used to uh, in freshman year of college, me and my friends um, exchanged letters Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have all those, uh, graduation pan- like, uh, pamphlets, uh, programs, stuff like that. You don't, you don't have that? Um, no. I mean, I keep stuff, hmm. some it's stuff. fascinating. I do have all of our wedding cards that we received for our wedding. I wanted to do like a craft with them. I've been married a year and a half. Still haven't done it. Are you, are you going to throw those out? The wedding cards? Yeah. After I do my craft with them, I'll throw away the leftovers. But what about the writing? What do you mean the writing? People like where people signed their names? People write notes to you. What are you talking no, about? People buy the pre-made cards that have like the notes on the inside and they just sign their name. What? That's insane. I'll have to look. I, I guarantee over half of them just have their name. Like, all oh, the best. I've never done. I've never wrote just well, like. Well, you're like a sentimental type. Sarah. Like, that's crazy talk. I always do. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> you're disgusting. What? Disgusting. You're so We're going to have to put out a poll now because I guarantee there are more people on my side than yours on this. About what? That just sign their name in cards or write a note? No, no. Okay. My assumption is people buy a card that already have shit written in it, right? And then but it's at the not bottom, from you. Yeah, I know. But at the bottom, they write like, oh, congratulations on your wedding day or like all the best. And then they sign their name. Hags on your wedding Hags. card. <laughs> exactly. It's bullshit. No. Anyway. Moving on from that, which I guarantee I'm right about. I can't wait to get the flow. No, I can't. Like, if you wrote, like, hags on my fucking wedding card, then we're done. Like, I'm not going to write hags on Like, I'm going to write a whole whole ass poem for you. I'm like, you know, like, you you know, I'm so happy for you. Once again, for my best friend's wedding, I wrote a note to to them as a couple, a note to the my best friend and then a note to my best friend's husband and i thought that that was like that was not even you know doubt in my mind uh i don't know some people just aren't as sentimental as you i guess i don't know what to say it's crazy true tea anyway uh and so yes so he's like oh this is the last letter and jack's like oh you should send it to her now um and uh and yeah and so he's like maybe you should say that to her and he's like no i told her how i feel he's like not like that he's like yeah you're right i told her like an adult he's like maybe i don't understand this philosophy from jack maybe if you acted more like a kid you might be with her jack gretchen is already older than dawson i don't think that's exactly the right method but you know uh and so he says constitutes of acting like a kid yeah i think he just means like being honest and like being completely forthright with your uh feelings and emotions but Mm. 
Yeah, Dawson's, I love the point Dawson makes. Where he's like, last time I acted like a kid with my feelings, I ended up trying to prove something in a boat race. <laughs> Remember that? I love that he is thinking back about his previous mistakes yeah. and wants to do better. I'm here for it. I love uh, self-aware Dawson. Uh, and he says, you know what? She knows how I feel. If it's meant to be, it'll be. If not, that's just the way it goes. I'm not going to lie. I freaking love this. This it's is great. so good from Dawson. Yeah. It's amazing. We love to see it. Um, And then, of course, we get the worst storyline of all of them in this episode. And it's Yui and Joey. Like, why the fuck are we here? What are we doing? Yui. Yui. What the frick, man? Yui fucking Yui. sucks. I can't. Yeah, this is pretty rough. Like, I have low amounts of care for the Yui storyline with Joey, but... It's all dumb. Yeah, so the country club is closed for maintenance. Uh, Apparently, they do annual maintenance. Some renovations. Renovation. And uh, Joey is uh, cleaning up and getting ready for the end of her shift, where Yui is like, you know, nagging her as usual. And then his mm-hmm. mom comes around and is like, hey, it's time for you to collect your child support checks. Like, you put your dad's in town. You better work it. And Yui does not want to go hang out with his dad. So then Yui comes up with this, like, genius plan right then and there. And is like, Joey, you can't leave because you need to help me bring stuff to the storage room right this second. Yeah, I feel like Joey should have seen this coming, but she doesn't. Um, So we'll get back to them in the storage room in a bit because we're at college, baby. I loved the energy of them at college. And uh, honestly, it makes me very excited for next season where they, I think, I would assume, are in college. But it's such a vibe. I love this. Little college towns are so fun. Like, do you see all those little teenagers carrying around kegs like it's no big deal? It's so much fun. Yeah, it looked great. I knew you'd love the college vibe. And Pacey, of course, also loves the college vibe because he's just like, it's my kind of place. Uh, she's like, remember, we're going to get the car and then we're going to leave. And the car no, is we would up. never. Yeah. The car is up on like fucking cement blocks. I thought you'd be like, the car is a piece of shit. The car is also a piece of shit, but it's also on, on fucking blocks. The car is a piece of shit. Uh, I don't know what's up with this car. What is uh, what kind of car is this? It's a little piece of shit a little car. clunker. Yeah, the, <laughs> there's no tires. <laughs> the hood, the front of the hood is up. This is, I love how the Winter Family cars look like all their cars came from the Brady Bunch. Like all their cars are like twenty years old. They, the, their father owns what are those things called? I don't um, know what. And the Brady Bunch car, whatever. Station but, wagon. Yeah, station wagon. All the. All their cars are so freaking old. They are. So, yeah. And then they watch Gretchen's ex-boyfriend. His name is Nick, right? Nick, yeah. Saying goodbye to some rando girl. And Yeah, they're doing the walk of shame type situation. As you would. I don't know what kind of. So is this a frat house? Like, what establishment is this? I was having a tough time trying to figure that out, too. I mean, they didn't necessarily say it was a fraternity. It had big fraternity vibes. 
But it could have also just been one of those like apartments. You know what I mean? Where it's like all the kids are college kids that are in this apartment building and they all just party. Sounds like a landlord's nightmare, to be honest. But that's the vibe it was giving me. But yeah, the suburban, it's such a suburban street. So can you imagine if it was, I don't know, a frat house and then you have like a nice family like down the road and the taxes would just be ridiculous. Like they're going to have a hard problem. Uh, Oh, wait, like the like the TV show Neighbors. I mean, not the TV show, the movie Neighbors. Is that what it's called? Is that the one with Matt Perry and Matthew Perry and what's his face? Mm-mm. No, no okay. this Never one's mind. the one with like Zac Efron. Oh, I thought he... it was him and maybe maybe it was it's not Matthew Perry then. I was thinking it was Zac Efron and Matthew Perry, but uh, no, it's it's Zac Efron and Seth Rogen. Oh, yes, yes, yes. OK, I don't think I've seen it, but I know of it where it's like a college kids and a middle aged dude. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And so uh, and so, yeah, Gretchen sees Nick with this girl and she's like, oh, I fell for his crap again. And Pacey. Being a true fucking asshole and having no loyalty to Gretchen says, don't you think you're being a little tough on him? I'm sure there's an explanation. Oh, this is about the car first. Sorry. But yeah, but then they're like mansplaining the car thing. And she's like, I know what a fucking carburetor is. Yeah. Do you know what a carburetor is? Uh, I know that... (laughs) This is not gonna be good. I know no, carburetors I, okay, I exist like, here, I, okay, in vehicles. Here, I'll give you. I'll give you this. I have no fucking clue what a carburetor is, and I'm thirty whatever years, thirty three. years I know old. carburetors exist in like cars and lawnmowers and stuff. I don't know what the fuck their purpose is, but I know they exist. And if you don't but, have one, or if one is faulty, that's not good. Gretchen knows. Gretchen, because Gretchen, Gretchen is smarter than the both of us. She knows exactly what the fuck's going on. And the tires are off the car, which yeah. has nothing to do with the carburetor. Yeah. And so she, I love uh, Nick, like, Gretchen, oh my God, you look beautiful. And she just goes, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Uh, she's like, I don't want to hear it. I just want my car and I want to get as far away from you as possible. He's just like, listen, everything was fine. But then I checked and then some assembly was clogged and whatever the fuck. It's part of the carburetor. It draws air into the. She's like, I know what a carburetor is. All right. You don't need the tires to unclog it. Like, yes, bitch. You tell him Gretchen MVP. Gretchen is the best. Uh, and so, yeah, he's like, oh, listen, I know you hate my guts. Yeah, it hurts, but I don't want anything to happen to you so that your, you know, your tires had low tread. Bitch, when you get your tires, like, changed, when you buy new tires, you don't just leave the car up on cinder blocks. You go, you take the old tires off, you put the new ones on, bada bing, bada boom, you're fucking good. And then This is a trap. This is a trap. I also would like to say that Nick has crow's feet wrinkles next to his eyes. Oh, so he's old as fuck. I mean, or he smiles a lot. No, we're going to say he's old as fuck because Nick sucks. Okay. He fucking sucks. So, yeah. Uh, And then I love, I love, so Pacey's just like, oh, thanks for looking out for her, man. And Gretchen's just like, yeah, that's right. Nick Taylor, a renowned protector of women. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Gretchen is really on one this episode. Yeah. Uh, Nick's like, she lives here. And Gretchen's like, that's her problem. Uh, so she's gonna, yeah, so he's like, I asked her to stay with her mom so you can have a room. Why? Why would Gretchen want your fucking booty calls room? Oh, this is what's confusing. Okay, so it's not a fraternity house. It can't be if she's there. Because this random girl has a room there. Yeah. But then, so what, it's just, it's just a house that they rent? It's just a house that a bunch of college kids rent. Okay. 
And it's wild. Yeah. And so he's like, listen, if you want to leave, we'll fix the car and then you could leave. But all your friends are going to be here. So it might be nice to have a comfortable place to crash. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, I can't believe Gretchen agrees to this, but she does. Um, and, uh, and yeah, Nick is obviously trying to get like Pacey on his side too. Cause he's just like, oh, you like imported beer Pacey? Like, Hey, hello, 17 year old child. Would you like some of my beer? Yeah, he does. I can't. Pacey's been drinking since he was like seven. It's true. Uh, so that's them. Then we have this whole other storyline with. Grams and Mr. Brooks hitting it and not quitting it, girl. She's getting it. Um, they come out of the house and he says, See you tonight, Evelyn. Yeah. I yeah, can hardly like wait. We skipped Arthur. a couple steps. Ooh. Yeah, they're definitely feeling each other. It's a very interesting uh development because I think it moved fast, but I suppose if you are not Listen, well. Yeah, when you're old as fuck, you gotta get it as soon as you can. Uh, he's okay. In reality, it's not like Mr. Brooks is 90 years old. I think that he's like 75. That's not old. That's 75 is not old? No, 75? You're a fucking senior citizen. That's fucking Sure. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's not, it's not like 75. 75 at that age you're just like getting it when you can i think i would say you have five more years until you're considered old 80 is old 75 you still have a lot of good life to you not for him he's sick but what is he sick with we don't know we just know he's sick it's very uh very I think vague. He's just, they're just saying that he's sick he's not sick oh, all right uh and so yeah so then dawson brings uh, these clothes for grams for the church and he's like oh so uh, are you dating and i love grams being like oh dawson please at my age one doesn't date <laughs> she's just like we're fucking purely that it's purely for the sex dawson <laughs> good for grams <laughs> And he's like, well, it's like okay, honestly, when Grams has more sex than you, you know that you're doing it wrong. <laughs> to be fair, Grams hasn't had sex in ages. You don't know. She, I mean, it doesn't seem like she's had sex since Gramps has been comatose. Mm, so. You don't know. You don't know. Uh, and so he's like, oh, is, are you going to dinner? She's like, we're having dinner at your parents' restaurant. Then we're going to the Rialto. Because there's nowhere uh, else to go. We have there's, to go to Leary's Fresh Fish. There's the nowhere only else. It's the only restaurant in town. Have to go to Leary's Fresh Fish yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah. And then he, she, he keeps asking questions. And she's just like, well, are you this protective of Jennifer? Uh, and he, I feel like he insults her here. He's like, Jen is well-versed in the pitfalls and problems of relationships. And she's just like, um, I'm well-versed. Thank you. Like, More I would be well-versed insulted. than you'll ever be, Dawson Yeah, Leary. bitch, you get to be my age and then we'll talk. Like, get out of here, Dawson. Grams knows what the fuck she's doing. Mm-hmm. She's a hot lady. She is. She yeah. has been around the block a few times hell that yeah is my, she has. that's my guess um yeah i love how like yeah so dawson is like very concerned about this match 
Yeah, yeah. And we'll find it, it's because uh, it's because Mr. Brooks is sick. He's like nervous that like Gramps isn't going to be able to handle it when he eventually keels over. So we'll have to get into that later. But for now, we're stuck in a fucking storage room with Yui and Joey wanting to fucking I feel like I'm stuck in a storage room watching them stuck in a storage room. I just want out. Yeah, I think it's this storyline is like kind of ridiculous, especially because the entire time Yui had a cell phone. Um, (laughs) And I know, I know. So he really he he traps her in here and it's like a whole big bit because like they get locked and he's like, oh, no, we are locked in here. Oh, no. Oh, no. The the uh, the the. Door handle is off the door on the ground. How did this get How here? How many fucking shows slash movies have done the bit of, oh my God, we're locked in a closet. I guess we're going to be here for a few days. Too bad we hate each other. Mm, yeah, I mean, I it's it's definitely a trope. I, I saw this website once that's called, like, I don't know, tvtropes.com, and it lists all the different type of tropes mm-hmm. and you click on it and then enlist all the shows that's done that trope. But I can't do it with Dawson's Creek because I'm trying to be spoilers. unspoiled. Yeah. But um, I'm very curious as to how many different shows. Oh, I'm sure have done lot. this. Yeah. Yeah. I can think of friends alone. I remember in a friends episode. Um, yeah. Actually, a few different friends episodes. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, so Joey wants out really badly. She's trying to pick a lock with an eyebrow pencil. He starts going through her purse because he's a fucking asshole. He says, I'm taking inventory of our rations. We have my Slim Jim and you have two Altoids. Oh, how does that ring on the snacks? I, okay, here we go. I'm a trash basket. I love a fucking Slim Jim. Let me tell you. Sarah is, is very, Sarah, why don't you tell us about snacks? Because you're very well versed. Yeah. Well, okay. Like, I will say that I would never fucking eat a Slim Jim in my, if you had to pay me. I would never of do it. Of course not. Would, you're, you're way too prim for a Slim Jim. But I would eat an Altoid. Now, of course you would. Any normal human being would eat an Altoid. It's not okay. mint. So Jessica and I went on a little trip together and I, you know, took it upon myself to bring snacks on the trip because I am so nice. So and I had thoughtful. The nicest, I had the nicest snacks ever and nobody wanted to eat them. I ate a few of your snacks. Okay. So here's, here were my snacks. I had the best popcorn ever. It's, it's just mediocre popcorn. I got it. It was say. really good. Okay. I had... You got to say what, what the brand is so people know. Do you know oh, what the brand lesser, is? Yeah, Lesser Evil Popcorn. It's this really healthy popcorn that um, is made Hence with why it's mediocre, but okay. coconut oil. It's really good. Did it, did it taste coconutty to you? No, it just literally mm. just tasted like popcorn. Okay. So my I love that popcorn. I eat it a lot. We're sponsored. No, we're not, but I wish we were. <laughs> wish we were. Uh, okay, so I had that. I brought La Colombe Coffee. Yeah. So good. So I didn't good. have that, but Co- I would I would through. have if I had needed coffee. You should have. You, you would have liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, praline pecans. I took the remainder of those home and I ate some today. They're delicious. Love a okay. praline pecan. Yeah. Um, we had bananas there. Love a banana. Um, yeah. What else do we have? Rice, rice Krispie, Krispie treats. Which I did indulge in because I love a Rice Krispie treat. Yeah. So we got Rice Krispie treats. A lot of them. We also had. Okay, so then maybe this is where it started to go off it the rails. It got fucking off the rails in a major okay, way. So then we, 
I brought this huge thing of Tic Tacs. They were all like individually packaged Tic Tacs. Yeah. I thought that that would be a good idea. You know, you're drinking. Maybe you want a Tic Tac. I don't know. So this so huge thing of Tic Tacs. Many Tic Tacs. Then I had dried mango, which was really, it's really good, I man. I don't like mango. It's I'm so really sorry. Good. It's really good. gross. And then I had little applesauce pouches. For children. Which there are no children on the trip. So, uh, how would you rate my snacks? Um, so like, do you want me to rank all the individual ones? Uh, no. Because oh, rate it out of ten. Yeah. Okay. I would give it like a seven and a half out of ten. Oh, that's high. That's pretty high. Because I would. But say then like, why did nobody want to eat my snacks? Because you were all. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply way up on room uh floor 10 or floor 9 and no one wanted to go all the way up there oh okay but the problem oh, is, is that like, why is that what they said behind my back literally no one talked about the snacks wow <laughs> anyway moving on from snack talk uh yeah snack talk you snack that's, talk that's, that's our next that's, podcast that's a different different side of tiktok than i've been on <laughs> snack talk um and yeah so joey and yui hate each other joey threatens him with his life uh he says she should clean out her brush i did notice her brush did you see what kind of brush she had uh really shitty brush it it was a really bad brush yeah it was one of those ones with like like bristles and they're all clumped together and it looks like it would fucking tear your hair out of your scalp fucking horrific yeah yeah it was um like really crazy it, it, i i i you i don't know if you would get volume from that but maybe, i don't think so. i think it's a shining technique to use that type of brush but yeah is it really crappy brush yeah clean i mean it's very hard to clean your hair brushes um but you have to you have to soak them i don't have anything to add because i don't brush my hair because i have curly hair and therefore I brush my hair. I'm not gonna have it. Uh, so now we're back. We're back at college. And it's Ooh. so cool because they have a hot tub outside and everyone's drinking. I, I wish that I had this college experience. Like how much fun everybody's having. It does look like a lot of fun. Um, and so Pacey and Nick are like hot tubbing together. Uh, he says, beer flows like tap water. Parties are ubiquitous and eternal. The whole thing's paid for by cheap long-term government loans. Uh, Sarah's making a really awful face at me. Um, yeah. um, I just, uh, this just looks like so much fun to be in the hot tub, uh, and soaking it in. Yeah. And, and Nick is just like, you gotta get out of, you gotta get out of school, man. College is where it's at. College <laughs> is a fresh start. You get to be whoever you want. Uh, and Gretchen's just like, yeah, I'm like not surprised to see you two getting along. Two peas in a pod, more like two slackers in a tub. Ha ha ha. I like that. Yeah, me too. Uh, and so then, uh, then this is gross. So Gretchen walks away to like hang out with some girl and Nick's like, no offense, but I must say all of her is fine. Bro, you're saying this to her brother. You're so fucking nasty. And Pacey, P 
Pacey, who has a big ass fucking issue with Dawson dating his sister, is like, yeah, no offense taken. The fuck? Yeah, he's really trying to encourage this romance between them because he really wants them to get back together so that she does not get with Dawson. That's what this is, purely. stupid and annoying, and I hate it. How's that? Yeah, it's pretty annoying. (sighs) So anyway, uh, he's like, oh, she doesn't have any guys in her life. And Pacey's like, nope, go for it. Go for it. you're a fucking asshole right now. I can't. Yeah, Um, he is. Meanwhile, besties Dawson and Jack are doing some painting. Uh, and Jack is trying to have a friendly conversation with his friend, Dawson, just saying how old Dawson is and that your life is pretty much over at age 36. Like, fucking rude, Jack, by the way. As someone who's six years away from that, that's a fucking asshole thing to say. I'm yeah, not okay with really, that. We're really close to that, I guess. My life is right. almost over. Might as well yeah, just give my up life here. Is over. Yep. Yeah. Oh well. It's <laughs> been it was real. Good while it lasted. <laughs> yeah. Um. And Dawson has not been listening to a fucking word of it. Uh. He says he's been worried about Grams. She's gonna get her heart broken. And I love Jack. I thought her heart belonged to the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so good, fucking Jack. Man. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Um, and he's like, and possibly Mr. Brooks. And I love Jack being like really crotchety old Mr. Brooks. Um, Dawson's like, yeah. He's like, ooh, good for her. She's got someone to keep her company, read with, build fires with. After all, and I love this callback. Love this callback. She did say, love is the hardest of woods. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, Grams is getting some hard wood in her life. So that sounds great. <laughs> It's about time. Yeah. And Dawson's like, Brooks is dying. He's dying. Uh, and Jackson's like, business oh, no. Austin, if yeah. she wants to fall in love with mm-hmm. this dude, then let, let, let her Live go and let ahead. live. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Jackson's like, oh, no, not after Gramps died. Uh, and he's like, someone has to tell her. Uh, and so Dawson's just like, read it, read it, read it, read it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, and yeah, and P- Jackson's like, you were happy before you found out about Pacey and Joey seeing each other. Now, would you rather have stayed in the dark or would you rather someone come to you and told you the difficult truth at the beginning? Stay in the dark, stay in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I understand, um, but I feel like I would go to Mr. Brooks first and be like, you need to tell her. Like, I don't, I think he should give Mr. Brooks the option to tell her rather than I going to Grams he, first. Yeah, I think that he should give grams the benefit of knowing that she was a nurse for 50 years and shouldn't shouldn't pick up on these things yeah um but yeah then we're back in the storeroom with stupid joey and yui and no one gives a shit uh and so joey shares her sweater um and she's like oh there's cans and of course of course she climbs up the shelves falls perfectly into Yui's arms again very TV moment he takes yeah. the that as a sign that they're supposed to kiss she immediately pulls back and punches him I did like that <laughs> me too very season one Joey just punched the guy right in the fucking face it was so fucking great he deserved it too she yeah. did not consent to you putting your dirty mouth all over her face no not at all Yui looks like not the type of guy to have a fucking dirty mouth ew that's uh... <laughs> true what do you mean? Like, I don't know. Like, he just, like, I don't know. He looks like he eats, like, cinnamon gum. I I eat cinnamon gum. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's really good. It's spicy. I don't like it. Uh, 
Anyway, um, so let's let's take a quick let's take a quick commercial break while we discuss the, the attributes of cinnamon gum. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, back to the college scene, your favorite. Uh, so Nick and Gretchen are having a conversation. She's like, I have a life. I have a job. I have friends. I have a great place by the water. He's like, oh, I know you miss this. And she's like, nah. Uh, he goes, there's that thing. Uh, and he goes, or she says, what thing? He's like, that little thing you do when you're trying to hide something. You're sticking your chin out. He's like, it always, it's what drove me crazy, that little line on your chin. Like, he, why is he so obsessed with her? I, I, I don't know. He misses her, I guess. Just leave and her it's, alone. It's feeling skeevy, is it, it not? It's very skeevy. And, um, and he, she says, don't play. I'm just a sensitive boy who needs to be understood. I'm not going to go upstairs to see your guitar. So don't ask. <laughs> the exact line of I'm not gonna go upstairs to see your guitar. Like he's definitely pulled that trick on so many people of like, you wanna just like see my guitar upstairs? Maybe I'll just like maybe I'll just play you some oasis, you know. Would it work on you? Uh not with this guy, no. It looks general. Like a piece if of shit. It would. It probably would. I like guitars. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Who doesn't like a guitar? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Pacey's like, oh, you guys look so great together. <laughs> like, Pacey, stop it. Oh, I can't. Pacey's being a real piece of work. He is. A real piece of work. And he says, can you believe this woman is so single? Like, stop it. What are you doing? Uh, and then I, I again, Gretchen being amazing. Uh, before you try and show all my teeth to prove what good breeding stock I am, you'll have to excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, get out of there, Gretchen. This yeah. is not great. No, it's not for you. Uh, and P- So she leaves. Pacey's like, oh, she's crazy about you. She talked about you the whole time coming up here. You two are men for each other. Uh, and this is when Nick tries to pressure Pacey into getting with some girl who likes horses, water sports, and back rubs from guys just like you. Ooh. What a weird resume. She likes horses, mm, water sports, horses. and back rubs. So she's a horse girl, but mm. she also likes to jet ski. Um, interesting. Or like water polo. I think water polo. Not, yeah. And yeah. she likes back rubs. Everybody likes a back rub. Yeah, I, I would assume so. And he's like, oh, there's someone at home that would think it's a bad idea. And he's like, oh, that's something certain someone's not here. I'm not going to say anything. Here's the here's the uh, keys. There's a, there's condoms in a box upstairs. I'm going to go talk to your sister. That's pretty gross. And this is the type of guy that you're trying to um, push your sister towards. Yeah, Pacey. he's like, fucking what nasty. Fuck up. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Grams uh, and Dawson are having a little combo. Uh, I love this. Because uh, Grams is a fucking fucking hot ass piece of work. Look at her. Look at her. She it's like yeah. makeover scene all over again. Yeah, Grams really worked hard on tonight's look, and I'm happy for Grams because it looks like she is feeling herself, and she got dressed up, and her hair is so nicely curled. So good, good for you, Grams. You can get it. Yeah, she looks great, and she puts the little flower in her hair. It's very cute. Um, and he says she looks beautiful. Uh, she does. And yeah, and she's like, I know you're not carrying any clothes for church, so and you know that. 
<laughs> so fucking good. Jennifer is away at a fishing concert. <laughs> a fishing a fishing concert. <laughs> what does that mean, Grams? What do you think that means? <laughs> like fish broke up. It's a widespread panic. <laughs> She's at a fishing concert. But then, okay, so if fish broke up, then where is Jennifer? Who the fuck knows? Maybe at one of like the fish cover band concerts, really. There's so many oh. fucking fish cover bands. But oh. I just love the idea of Graham's thinking this is a fishing concert. A fishing it's concert. So good. Of course. But it's a fishing concert. Yeah. And um, what does that mean, Graham's? Like, what is a fishing concert? It doesn't to you? matter. The thing is, is Graham's is in like. Uh, what is it called when you're having sex all the time and you're just like in this sexy bliss you know oh she's in like a she's, sexual stupor she sexual stupor she's she's blissed the fuck out on mr brooks's d like she's strung out on sex she doesn't and care she does not give a single fuck she starts just reciting poetry i know a pink where the wild time blows well, yeah. lips and the nodding violet grows. <laughs> what? Yeah, and then yeah, and then she puts the flower in her hair, and it's like yeah, I, I if I would if I didn't know better, I would say Grams is probably strung out right now. She's fucking loopy as fuck, and so Dawson's just like, oh, I just wanted to say, you know, like have a good time. Uh, and before he leaves, I lo- I love Grams just dropping the knowledge bomb of just like I know, I know he's sick. Is that what you're trying to tell me? And she's like, he didn't tell me. Arthur Brooks wouldn't just come right out and tell someone that. I've been a nurse for 47 years and a woman a few years longer than that. Uh, And Dawson asks, how can you be with him? She's like, it's simple. We laugh together. We share the same interests. We look at life the same way. Do you know how hard it is to find a friend like that? Dawson says, I think I do. Yeah, it's just a companionship at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. Yeah. That's what they need. uh, And so he tries to say, I know how hard it can be when it doesn't last. And she says, a moment, a single moment of true joy is more powerful than a lifetime of sorrow. Um, I mean, I appreciate the way Grams looks at things, you know. She's just like, listen, we're none of us are gonna be around forever. Why not enjoy mm-hmm. it while it lasts? Like, no, maybe Mr. Brooks isn't long for this world, but we're the we're gonna fuck each other and be in blissful fucking sex stupor in the meantime. Yes, so. we will. <laughs> She's happy. Uh meanwhile, back at college. Uh, PC joins Gretchen. He's just like, let me tell you, your ex puts the A in in hole. Uh, he's a world class jerk. And Gretchen's just like, I, I, we been new. I fucking tried to tell you this. Ay, ay. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that PC finally came around, and he's you telling her stuff that she already knows. Mm-hmm. But still, but- it's just like, come on. Uh, and so, yeah. And so she's like, you don't need to protect me. She says, I'm the reason I left school. He's like, what did he do to you? And Gretchen's like, nothing I didn't allow to happen. It's my fault too. I can't just blame him and neither can you. And then she finally admits she got pregnant and she had a miscarriage and Pacey apologizes. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I wouldn't have been trying to force you two back together. How did he react when he found out? And he doesn't even know. Uh, and I love Gretchen saying, I didn't want to interrupt his plans to sleep with half the Theta house. <laughs> she just really tells you everything you need to know about Nick. About him. Yeah. And his reputation and yeah, and how he treats Gretchen as well. Yeah. So um, I like that Pacey heard her out. Yeah. And Pacey's what a dick. Can't believe I was hanging out with the guy thinking how cool he was. 
And he wanted to go talk to Nick. And Gretchen's like, I'm not a victim. I don't want him to know. Nobody needs to know that nobody knows except Dawson. And Pacey's like, the fuck? Why did you tell Dawson before you told me? Um, <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. And I, I like Gretchen's explanation where she says, uh, you know, you have you have a very specific idea of how a sister is supposed to behave. Uh, I left school to work on who I want to be. And I can't try fitting that into everyone else's idea of what that is. And he's like, you know what? Fair enough. And I like that. I mean, again, Pacey is a complete asshole this episode. But I do like that here is when he says, you know, he, he drops it. He's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really I'm I'm happy that Pacey heard her out. You know, I I wasn't really loving Pacey in this um, episode, but at least I'm glad that um, he was like, I wish that you told me I'm your brother. I care about you. Um, and yeah, he wants to protect her. And then he does like the nicest thing. He fixes the car overnight so they can get the F out of there. Yeah, because Nick, Nick and Gretchen go back inside. So, yeah, he does do something nice uh, after all of this. Um, meanwhile, Dawson's hanging out with crotchety old Mr. Brooks again. He's not so crotchety anymore. Um, but he, they're talking about, like, the scene. And Dawson's like, look at your the expression on your face. Like, we have to keep it in. And Mr. Brooks does give him a compliment. He says, you're developing a really good eye. Um, but he does also say, well, you're hanging out with the right people. <laughs> Me. That's true. I mean, yeah. Mr. Brooks doesn't want to compliment anybody more than himself. Yeah. And so Mr. Brooks says, Evelyn Ryan and I have been spending a lot of time together. I've grown rather fond of her. And he takes out earrings and he asks, do you think it's too much? And Dawson says, I don't think I'm the right person for this. And Mr. Brooks is like, what's the matter? What's going on? And Dawson says, it's not my place to give advice. And Mr. Brooks says, is that because a dying man just told you he's fond of a woman who's like a grandmother to you? And Dawson finally is like, all right, you want to talk about this? Let's talk about this. And he's like, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. How dare you fuck Grams? This is so wrong. <laughs> Did you know what happened with her husband? How fucking dare you? Uh, Mrs. Brooks is like, yeah, I, I, I do. I do know. And he says, uh, the one thing worse than pain, the pain of loss is the aching void of inaction. She's not the kind of person yeah. who can live with that. She knows I'm sick. Uh, and yeah, so Dawson like doesn't understand. He's like, why have neither of you talked about this? And he's like, we don't need to. When you get to the end of the race, it's both obvious and inevitable. Make no mistake about it, kid. God intends to kill us all. You'll find oh, that you don't, you'll find that you don't have to live your have your life dictated by the cosmos. You fall in love with the wrong woman. You tell fate to piss off. You don't like its plans for you. Sure. Heartache to be had, but it's a small price to pay for living and dying on your own terms. I feel and like after- Mr. Brooks is going to die within like the next two episodes at this rate. Oh, yeah. Really can we get a prediction it- from you? You're saying uh, by episode 13? Uh, uh, 100% by episode 15. Um, 50% chance that it happens by episode 13. Alrighty. Good to know. Uh, He's so, like yeah. making it sound like it's tomorrow. It's like, but yes. what are you even sick with? You know, Mr. Brooks, you're like trotting around all over Cape Side like it's no big deal. Mm, yeah, it's true. So Dawson tells him to give her the earrings. Meanwhile, we're back at the party at the college house. And Nick, of course, is hitting on Gretchen again. You ever think of me? Rarely. And he notices her chin. And she's like, occasionally. He says, remember that time that we locked ourselves in a room to study for the astrology midterm and they failed the test? OK, hold on. He says astrology. Oh, astronomy. Midterm. Astronomy. No, no, no. I think he said astrology. 
Oh, oh no. He he, I think he said astronomy, but still, I'd be like, like I'm going to take an astrology be, midterm. Yeah. Where's the astrology class? What's the astrology midterm? <laughs> uh, and yeah, so they failed the test. They had great times. And Gretchen says, had is the operative word. We're past tense. Um, and yeah, and Gretchen says, there's a lot that you don't, you don't know about me. And Nick is still hitting on her. He asks to go up to his room and he's like, this is why you came, isn't it? Like, we know it's not because you wanted your car. Don't you want to go the rest of the way? And so they go upstairs and PC's watching. Kind of creepy. Um, meanwhile, in the storage room, nobody cares. Uh, Joey and Yui are yelling because Yui tried to kiss her. Uh, and, uh, and apparently the busboys are terrified of Joey and they call her El Toro. That would make that tracks to me. Yeah. Very yeah. much does. It's very yeah. funny. She's she's not the warmest and the nicest. And I'm sure mm. that she makes a lot of boy bus boys shake in their boots. Yeah. Uh and we find out a little bit more about Yui's dad, even though I don't particularly give a fuck. Um, but apparently he found his father fervently studying the Kama Sutra on my mother's new Mexican tile kitchen floor with someone who is definitely not my mother. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. You know, they're trying to do what we said a couple of episodes ago about why Abby works as a lovable villain and Yui does not. They're trying to make him feel like a sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. And truthfully, I still don't think it's completely working. But I think that that's what they're trying to do in this moment. Yeah, I I guess so. I still hate Yui because, again, he just locked him and Joey in a storage room against her will and tried to kiss her. So not exactly making me all have all the warm and fuzzies for him. Um, mm-hmm. and so Yui does ask, like, how, how can you have a relationship with someone for so different than you? He's, you're responsible and reasonable and he's reckless and rash. And she says, yeah, but part of his recklessness is that he const- is constantly surprising me. And his rashness is that he's intensely passionate. Those differences are important. They make for a richer relationship. I feel like they're speaking like almost directly to the audience at this point where they're just like, this is how Joey and Pacey work. You know, like people question, how is it that they they work as a couple? And they're like yeah. speaking to the audience like this is how. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah. So she threatens to beat him up again because he's uh, he's mean about Pacey. <laughs> she's such she's i mean i love her but she yeah she definitely is probably super scary it's like oh she's like punching people so funny stop it stop being nice like you're you're scaring everybody yeah uh so gretchen is up in nick's room and he has like candles lit dude this room i remember it's like so it's like such incubus vibes but like also Like college in uh, the early 2000s vibes. Like I remember freshman year, I went to some, it was just like this. It was just like some random person, no clue who it was, house, where we were just like drinking and whatever. And they had a room that was decorated just like this with like the tapestries on the wall and like the random um, like lava lamp. And it this is very of the time. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like very much intending for certain things to happen. 
Nick says, uh, you knew this was going to happen. You've been thinking about it. I know you, Gretchen. Uh, and yeah, he says, you're going to lose yourself uh, in me the rest of the night and never look back. And Gretchen pushes him back and she says, you know what? It used to be enough. Um, and, uh, and Nick says, I'm what they told you to stay away from the cookie jar high on the shelf, the person that's wrong for you, but see, that's why a girl like, uh, you wants a guy like me. And Gretchen says, yeah, except I'm not that girl anymore. And Nick, Nick falls asleep in a matter of seconds. <laughs> this is a, such a fucking trope on TV that it always drives me no, nuts. Like it's on no. every single fucking show that these people just fall asleep instantly. This happened to Mr. Brooks like a fucking episode ago. Why is everyone is everyone narcoleptic? What the no. fuck is going on? I can fall asleep probably nearly as fast. That's I'm insane. not unless like I'm having a a moment like an emotional moment. I'm not. I don't sit and like think and sleep. That's wild to me. I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, sorry. I meant like, I don't uh, sit there and think and I'm not able to sleep. I can fall asleep pretty quick. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. So she's like, oh, thank you. And she, she gets up. Uh, and so then we have Pacey finishing up Gretchen's car and he's just like, listen, I found your tires. They were on the side of the house. And apparently uh, they were fine. Yeah. Everything was great. I fixed the car. Uh, so it's very obvious that Nick did this all on purpose. Nick probably just like unplugged a wire and took the tires off so that she'd be stuck. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, and yeah, so Pacey's like, I don't understand why you'd fall for him. Um, you always had good grades, good behavior, good boyfriends. Maybe you got a little tired of being good all the time. But why him? He's an ass. And he's like, oh, I know. I, you know, it's my fault. I, I push you towards him. He's like, I wanted you to be with him. I wanted you to be with someone I understood. And he says this creepy thing where he's like, I wanted you to be with someone who was a little bit more like me. Yeah. What do you think that means? I think he just wants her to be with someone he understands. But like my argument would be, he understands Dawson. They were friends for so long. How is that not someone he understands, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that he just wants somebody to be with his sister that is not his ex-best friend yeah um and so he asks why did she come here uh she said she came to say goodbye to nick but also to say goodbye to a part of herself she struggled with um and she got and this is this is all crock shit too this fucking scene annoyed me where she's just like you know where i got that from though i got the strength to say goodbye from you starting when they're little girls sisters look to their brothers for cues on how they should be treated uh and you're right i deserve so much better than nick and my heart knows that i have it's because i have a brother who treats me so well this kind of gives me an ick factor um it's like very misogynistic thing to say it's pretty outdated to say I also feel like it's a little bit false in that, like, I feel like if they're going to put this trope in here, it would make more sense that girls look to their fathers uh, for cues on how they should be treated, not, yeah. or just people in general, not their brothers. Um, yeah, but, I, could yeah. Agree, I could agree with you look to your parents for, yeah. they're your first representation of what love looks like. Yeah. So I think that is probably um, a better take, but I don't have a brother. I don't have an opinion on it um so yeah yeah and uh yeah and so he says oh you you need better taste in music i have a pink floyd cd 
Uh, and Gretchen's like, nah, I have a CD mix I want to listen to. And it's just like, oh, ho, ho. Because it's her own favorite music. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, <laughs> so Jack and Dawson are back at the painting again. Again, see, they, Jack really needs to be paid for this. Um, and yeah. And Dawson says, do you ever wonder what could have, what, uh, if you could have changed what, uh, had happened when you hurt your shoulder? And Jack's like, of course I have, you know, like what if things had been different? Uh, Jack says, the answer is, I don't, I don't know. I'm sick of thinking about it. It's really debilitating. And, um, and yeah. And so Dawson tells Jack about the conversation with Mr. Brooks and Grams. And Jack says, maybe he finds strength in taking action. Maybe she finds comfort in her religion. Uh, the arbitrary nature of life and love, you know, can, it can be frightening. Everybody has their own way of coping with it. Uh, and Jack says that maybe the Tao of Dawson is just fear. And like, Ooh. I could sort of see that, but I agree with Dawson where he says, I'm just trying not to make the same mistakes, right? Like he approached things so differently with Joey and he's trying to change with, with Gretchen and not be so aggressive about things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to prefer and believe Dawson's version of this story is that he just doesn't want to make the same mistakes twice and he's going to mm -hmm. try to fix his past behavior in order to get a better outcome. Yeah. And um, and Jack says, maybe they're not mistakes at all. Maybe you're where you're supposed to be at this moment in time with the girl that you wanted way before Joey Potter holding a letter that expresses exactly how you feel about her. Mm -hmm. So we'll get back to that in a minute because we have to go back to Yui and Drew. No. Yui and Joey. No, I can't. I cannot continue this scene without discussing the health hazards that is the country club. There is a freaking mouse, there a is rodent a mouse. Yeah. on the shelf near the glasses in this restaurant. I never want to go back here again. This is a country club. This is not like a barn in the woods. This is I, why everyone goes to Leary's Fresh Fish. They don't have I, rodents. Ugh, I, ugh, I hate mice. I, I hate, hate it. Ugh. How much did they hire this mouse actor for? Ugh, it's so creepy. It's not even <laughs> a paid fake him mouse. It's a, definitely a real actor. Ooh, he yeah. freaks me out, man. It was there. I hate mice. Yeah. I love Joey uh, saying that uh, he doesn't have 24-hour antiperspirant because he smells. He's uh, and then his Yui's smelly. Yui is smelly. Uh, his phone rings, and Yui or Joey is pissed. She's like, you've been, you've had this the whole time? You've orchestrated this whole thing? And so, of course, then Mrs. Valentine comes in. Um, the whole time? Yeah, and she's just like, what the hell have you done to my son? What did you do to my precious yeah. boy? You're actually going to suggest that my son would rather be locked in a closet with you than spend a weekend with his father? You're and a monster. And of course, Joey knows what's going on, and she's nice enough to not say anything and just fucking leave. Yeah, I like um, that from Joey. She's always the bigger person. She is the bigger person here. She's grown. Um, and then we get some really fun stuff. So we get uh, Gretchen getting home. She goes up to the mailbox and she pulls a letter and reads it. And this is the letter that Dawson obviously r wrote all those years ago. Um, we get like a shot of Grams and Mr. Brooks on a bench. We get Pacey and Joey like on the pier. Um, and then we get so as we're hearing this voiceover from Dawson, Gretchen is driving. Yeah. Um, and it's a very cute letter. Dawson talks about like, oh, I enjoyed talking to you in your room. Don't be nervous about high school. You're going to find people who understand you. 
Um, and he says, there's someone in my life I can't stop thinking about. She's unlike anyone I've ever met. Smart, funny, beautiful. Just knowing in my life has given me this constant fluttering that keeps me awake at night. Uh, when I think about who I could talk to about this, who will understand, the only person that comes to mind is you. And that's a problem because you're the one that uh, that feels this, that I feel this way about. Think about you constantly. Every little thing you do, the Elvis Costello sticker you put in your spiral notebook, the way your bangs have grown out every day for six months until Monday, you were finally able to put it all in a ponytail. That was like very sweet. No, I loved it. Uh, and you invited me to stay and talk to you after Pacey left. Uh, encourage me. You must think about me too. And if I try to tell anyone else, they will say, you and I are impossible. Our lives are too different. We could never be right for each other. But we understand each other and we care about each other. And years from now, I believe we still will. Your friend forever, love, Dawson. Yeah, this is where I was like, okay, yeah, I'm like huge on Dretchen. Yeah. Really, really huge on Dretchen. I am really enjoying this. And I think that it's more enjoyable, at least as of season four, Dretchen is more enjoyable than PJ, in my opinion. And that is the hot take you spouted on Twitter that had everybody reeling. Here's the thing. I think this is very cute. Um, I really enjoy this letter. I thought this was such a sweet moment. Um, I like disagree with the fact where he's like, oh, I can't talk to anybody about this. And I'm like, don't pretend like you and Joey haven't been BFFs for ages by this point. Um, but when you think about the fact that she's about to start high school, which would make her what, 15, 14, 15, 14, mm -hmm. probably mm -hmm. that would make him what, 11 ish. Probably. Um, I understand writing this as an 11 year old where you're like, oh, my gosh, you're just like so into your crush. And you're like, you're all I think about. Like, it's very sweet. It's very cute. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, now they're together and they kiss. Um, and um, yeah, I would say like I like their kind of. Uh, I think the problem with saying you like them more than Jossie at the moment is that. Jossie is like a tried and true relationship where they've been through ups and downs. They've been through shit. Dretchen is just beginning. So like obviously in the in the in the chase, right? When you're at the chase moment, it's all very new and exciting. We'll see how you feel yeah. in a couple episodes because yeah. I'm just saying like they they just got together. Yeah, I guess so. But I I'm liking their love story at least in the beginning a lot. Um, mm -hmm. I like how she rushes over to his house and he turns around and his hair is so swoopy and he's like, "What took you so long?" And she's like, "I had to do a few things first. Mm -hmm. And I I'm like I'm definitely drinking the punch. I definitely am. And they have a kiss and it's such a good kiss. And I really I'm really feeling it. I'm really feeling it. Yeah, it was very cute. Really great way to end the episode. I think it like excites us even more for like the upcoming weeks because we have a new relationship to watch. Yeah, um, very exciting. So next episode is titled The Tay of Pacey. Okay, so this was a Dawson-centric episode. And then the next will be a Pacey-centric episode. And we'll see... Pacey's Zen. Yes. Um, amazing. Uh, let's get into some feedback. Of course, we got a voicemail from Temi. So let's listen to that first. I know a bank where the wild time blows, where ox lips and the nodding violet grows. Grams, she was quoting Shakespeare to Dawson. I never realized that until I looked it up. 
it's from a Midsummer Night's Dream. Mary ah. Beth Peel was a theatrist, a theater actress. So True. maybe they wrote that in as a, like a nod to her um, background. Really cool. Um, I really love the opening scene with Pacey and Dawson. I love that the show references Say Anything a lot. Uh, last time they referenced it was when Dawson was teaching Joey how to drive with Pacey in the trunk, or sorry, in the back of um, Joey's and Bessie's um, truck. So I've also been tracking Pacey's hair this season. I think it's back to usual from the buzz cut he had. It was Josh who cut his hair, according to executive producer Paul Stupin at the beginning of the season. It's kind of a way to keep things fresh at this point in the season's run, the season four. Hmm. So I know Jess, Sarah, Linda, Andy's Angels Association, we've been missing Andy. She can never be replaced, but I think we are getting some similar qualities from Gretchen. I think she's really fun and open. She gives good advice and she's quick with banter. Um, That's true. Sarah, I've always wanted to know your connection to the University of Alabama. Can you shed some light on that? And then Jack, he's like Cupid's assistant in this uh, series. He saved the wedding in season two after Dawson was failing to persuade the bride. And his subtle suggestions to Dawson at the end of the episode help him win over Gretchen. And then a fun fact, uh, Ben Savage um, was Cupid on an episode of The Wonder Years. Thanks. Ben Savage. Savage. That's so what? <laughs> We're gonna have to look into this. What is it like a baby Ben Savage in like a diaper, like with the arrow? He said, so he did send a follow up email and yeah. he said Ben Savage was Cupid on his big brother's show, The Wonder Years, in a Valentine's Day episode. You get to the part of Boy Meets World where Fred Savage returns to the favor. We're almost there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, don't want to talk about that yet. Um, uh, and of course, Dawson mentions Winnie Cooper in the opening scene. Uh, so yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, I, I love that. Thank you for that little note, Demi. That's so funny that he is, uh, he plays Cupid. Look yeah. at that crossover event with all our podcasts. Yeah, shows. I love it. Yeah. Temi always has the connections. So he always knows. He, he knows so much more. He's so wise. Um, my connection with the University of Alabama is, is barely a connection. So uh, I'll try to give you the abbreviated version. I love Greek life like so 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 much um I've always been interested in Greek life since the MTV show back in I think it was the 90s if not early 2000s called sorority life and I've ever since then I was fascinated with sororities it was like my dream to be in one fast forward to the future didn't quite get there um with uh a panhellenic sorority i was in this like underground sorority that's like a whole different story for a different day did some pretty crazy stuff in there um and then fast forward a little bit i really used to watch youtube a lot um and one of the things i like to watch on youtube was college dorm room move-ins and room decoration and I liked it because I don't know I'm crazy but also because of um it was just interesting how people decorated their rooms for Mm -hmm. college back in my day when I was in college like we had posters on the walls and you know nothing like too 
nothing too fascinating now these kids do it like it's like they're bedrooms from home um and from there i was watching um sorority rush videos and then from there like the the a lot of people from alabama was on youtube and were just doing these sorority rush videos and as i said before really interested in sororities and then i started like getting into the lore of the University of Alabama. They have so many traditions. They have so much like history to it. And I just kind of got fascinated. And I started watching football at the ripe age of like 29 and or 30 maybe. And I was like so fascinated because there's just like it's just a totally different college experience to what I had. I went to like a really small state school type of thing never was interested in football and it kind of just trickled down from there um and now i have university of alabama merch i've watched multiple seasons of um alabama football uh i really enjoy saying roll tide just to say roll tide um and that is my connection with the university of alabama i am a late in life uh roll tighter but also it's super embarrassing because people are like oh did you go and then i have to be like no actually i have zero connection with the university of alabama and i have to tell this embarrassing story so there we go <laughs> jessica leave me alone <laughs> you're judging me all right anyway moving on um we did Such get an email bitch. from andrea <laughs> Uh, and she said that she wanted to uh, clarify her feelings on the Jack Jen Toby pairing. She says she doesn't think Toby's intro to the Creek Creeps was positive. He came across more aggressive than she thinks Jack is ready for. But she does think he could be a fun personality to pair with Jen. I think she has the confidence and life experience to adequately spar and banter with him. Um. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I mean, we haven't seen Toby again since that incident so we'll see what happens um and then she says in true dc fashion most of the characters that we love now started out as agitators to the crew grams mr brooks dougie to a degree even andy and jack didn't fit perfectly into the group when we first met them but they made their way in by being different from the rest and eventually welcomed in for the same reasons if we look at toby through that lens it seems like there's a decent chance that he will be a positive addition here's uh what we know uh jack has been ready to dip his toe into the dating scene for a while and ethan didn't work out so Toby might be the positive influence he needs to try again. Not even necessarily as a romantic partner, but Toby definitely has a wider network of LGBT friends that Jack uh, and that Jack and this might be exactly or what <laughs> what our Jackers needs to better understand himself and what he wants. And Jen is friendly and engaging in a way that makes her the perfect person to help our more shy and reserved Jack make friends in this new setting. That being said, Toby did come off unnecessarily strong and combative in his first episode, but I tried to remember that as a gay teenager in the very early 2000s, probably had to move through life with a degree of defensiveness if he was living mm, yeah. out and unapologetically. I think uh, that's extremely fair. That is very fair. Um, yeah, I could totally see how someone would be have that mindset living life in the 2000s as someone who probably gets bullied um, and harassed a fair amount. Um, and then she also said, just to touch on a few other items from last week's, uh, podcast. Yes, Sarah, you need a cat. Everyone needs a cat, especially good doggos need a feline best friend to steal them treats off the counter. Andrea is a fan 
of my idea of getting a cat. There you go. You have I one, need a you cat. Have, you have one person on your side. I got, I got one vote. Um, and uh, she says buying the can organizer and wooden boxes for foil parchment uh, and Ziplocs are both literally gateway drugs to organizing your entire lives. And I couldn't be prouder. Lean into it and Thank let the you. Instagram queens guide you. You won't regret it. Thank you. I oh, do. So I funny. do. I am uber organized and i love it yeah oh and apparently she's an aquarius with an aries moon girl look at you and a sagittarius rising she's fun she is fun that's a very firecracker yeah you got the firecracker with like the little offbeatness of the aquarius uh she she hopes we avoid uh enjoyed our well-end break thank Thank you you. so much andrea that's what a great email um yeah that's that's all we got this week. I mean, what a fun episode to return with. Uh, and next week, we're going to be back with the Tay of Pacey, the Tay of Pacey, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm out of practice. I haven't been on podcasts for like over a week. Yeah, I hope we're not too rusty for you all. Oh, they'll have to get over it because it's just how it is, man. This is what happens. You, you take the good, you take the bad. You take um, the both and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. What a great show. Uh, Sarah, what else do we have going on? Where can all the people find us? You can find us at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram, www.shit90spod.com, um, as well as our weekly Boy Meets World content. Don't forget, we also have a great time covering Boy Meets World. We are just starting season six. Um, and then in addition to that, Jessica and I are are over on post-show recaps, finishing up our coverage for the flight attendant. We just recorded the final episode of the season uh, today and released today. So check that out. And yeah, and then in addition to that, we are uh, covering the also an HBO show, The Time Traveler's Wife, based off the book by the same name. And that will uh, be coming to your feed on Post Show Recaps real soon, if that's something that you want to check out. Yeah. Uh, She's at Sarah Ferguson. I'm at the Just Swirling on Twitter. You can also find me on Community Building over on Post Show Recaps. Uh, And yeah, you can find us at Shinati's Pod, Twitter, Instagram, email us, shinati'spod at gmail.com. Leave us voicemails because we love listening to all your lovely voices. Shinati'spod.com. Um... I think that's everything we have. We'll be back next week with season four, episode 12, The Tay of Pacey. I can't believe we're like halfway through this season. Oh, we forgot oh, to rankings. do the rankings. All right, let's let's quick fire, um, rapid fire. Let's see. Let me let me write down. We got we got Dawson. Let's see. Dawson, Joey, Pacey, Jack, uh, Jen, Gretchen. Am I missing anybody? No. Thanks, everybody. Because Andy um, is no longer <sighs> Makes me want to cry. Um. Okay. Gosh, this is hard. I feel like this is a decent season for most people. Okay. Oh, As of the season, I gotcha. I gotcha. Number one, Dawson Leary. Okay. That's number one. Number two, I'm going to put... Jackers in this spot. Love a Jackers. Ooh, Jackers. Number three, Joey. Okay. Number four, Jen. Okay. Number five, Pacey. Number six, 
Gretchen. She's not allowed to join the party. What the fuck? What do you have against I Gretchen? I don't know her well enough. Okay. Uh, would you like to hear mine? I've written them out. Yeah. Okay. Numero uno. Dawson Leary. Welcome to number Big one spot. D. We love to see it. Numero dos. Gretchen Witter. Climbing the charts as a new cast member. She's killing it. Uh, number three. I put Jen. I feel like she's being a great therapist buddy. Four is Joey. She's tolerable. Five is Jack. He's there. Maybe I should. You know, let's swap Jack he's and Joey. There. He's there. We'll swap Jack and Joey. Jack's above Joey. And last, of course, is Pacey because he's been quite the dick this season and we don't appreciate dickish behavior. Uh, Pacey's in currently in last. Uh, one of our listeners is going to be very excited to hear that. Um, so sorry if you love Pacey, but when he does dickish things, he gets moved down on the list. Those are our rankings. How's that? And that's that. That's that. So we'll be back next week with episode 12 of season four of Dawson's Creek. We appreciate you all for listening. We will talk to you all then. Have a good one, everybody. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me. We did it. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.